Hey, healthyish listeners, how are you? Hope you're having a great day. This is, of course, the Body and Soul Potty with me, Felicity Harley. How's your Christmas parties? Are they going? Have they finished? How did the drinking go? Or perhaps you're sober curious. Well, today a wealth of research suggests Australia's thirst for booze is on the decline. It's actually been trending downwards for a while now. One woman proud of, well, not drinking her sobriety is Phoebe Burgess. The journalist and host of Vogue's podcast, Under the Gloss, joins me in the studio today to chat all about that. Now, as you know, we keep our healthish episodes short. So if you want my full chat with Phoebe where she goes deeper into how she quit the bottle... Just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Phoebe. Hello. In the Healthy-ish studio. Well, it's Healthy-ish studio today, right? And Healthy-ish is the perfect explanation for how I approach life. Everything's a bit ish. I like that. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about your, well, you don't drink now, right? I was no. thinking you're sober curious. I mean, we know that there's, you know, so much research. Mm. Well, this new wealth of research that suggests our drinking is on the decline. I know. Do you know what? Someone told me the other day that two things are trending on TikTok, sobriety and celibacy. And I thought, holy shit, I'm on trend. They're the two things I have ascribed to kind of by default, <laughs> yes. but they're things that have become sort of these big landmines in my life that people find really, really interesting, but I kind of fell into them. And we grew up in that sort of empowerment and YOLO FOMO, whereas Gen Z is like, it is so uncool to drink, which is really interesting. Yes. Well, tell us about giving up drinking. I didn't give anything up. My story wasn't necessarily about putting a bottle down. I didn't ever really pick one up. And I think, you know, as soon as we sat down here and you told me how much time we had, I sort of started to freak out because after experiencing extreme vulnerability, the idea of control became really important to me. I became a solo parent, a single mom, basically overnight. It was a really quick transition. And I think the last things that thing that mums who are about to have a child enjoy is uncertainty. So I started taking control of the little things that I could and making decisions based on how vulnerable I did or didn't want to feel. And alcohol was something that had some really major triggers for me. And it was something that I was able to attribute a lot of blame to for things that had happened in our home, in our family, that had sparked fear and upset. So I just decided I developed a deep-seated resentment for it, not the people who drink it. And it sort of just trickled out of my life pretty easily. Back-to-back pregnancies will do that. Do you miss it? I mean, do you... When when everyone, you know, mm. family or friends are sitting around mm. having a barbie, having I don't a wine. miss the alcohol, but I love the ritual. And I yeah. think that's what is often so difficult when it comes to choosing sobriety and figuring out. And this is what we were saying. I think the way we used to speak about alcohol was in very black and white terms. If you were sober, it had this sort of feeling that you had been an alcoholic or a problematic drinker. There was that swing. Whereas now, and this is thanks to Gen Zers and I guess that woke language that we're better at using, there's a lot of grey. So I had a few margaritas at my brother-in-law's 40th after not drinking for about two and a half years. And I made that choice. I didn't want to drink when I was sad. I had a really, really huge fear that alcohol being a depressant 
would push me into postnatal depression. Whether that was true or not, that was a very big fear for me. And I'd been put on antidepressants when I was pregnant with Billy, really very heavily pregnant for the first time in my life and other pain medications that didn't mix with alcohol. Um, the margaritas were great. And I'll tell you to answer your question, what I miss is the person who made some great memories throughout college, 21st, 18th, parties, weddings. It was always, always such a celebratory thing and that changed. Alcohol wasn't a happy thing towards the end of, you know, my yeah. marriage and having the kids. Yeah. So it changed it and I miss being the person who basically, I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this podcast, Absolutely. the fuck it girl. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Fuck it. Let's have a big night. Let's have fun and, and make there memories. Was, there's something about it when I'm thinking about that too in my mm. life. It just connects you, you know. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't love that. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sober curious. I like, I'm. Ooh, welcome. I, um, I do drink, but. I don't really drink that much. Yeah. I'm not really into it as much anymore. Mm. A bit more choosy about when I, I drink. And that's what sober curiosity is. And I had to look at, I was curious about sober curiosity and I sort of went down that little rabbit, rabbit warren and it's really interesting because it's not telling you to drink or not to drink. There's no judgment. It's asking women... I'm speaking on behalf of women, which is not fair. It's asking people to step back and assess their relationship with alcohol in their life, which is looking at your behaviours. Do you need it? Do you like it? Is it a crutch? Is it just for fun? Really looking at that relationship. And I think when we see things like mummy wine time, I'm now not part of an entire section of humour on the internet that's the joke of, oh, fuck, it's 5pm, I need a, I need a you know, glass of wine the size of my head. I feel that same way, but that's not something I reach for or grab for. And sober curiosity is just looking at, you know, what you're reaching for, when and why. And being more in control of your decisions, mm. I think, and not feeling like, oh, every time you go to a party, That's I have right. to have a wine or two or three or a whole bottle. It's like, mm. you know what? No, I don't need to drink and I'm okay with that and I don't care what you think about me because exactly. that's my choice. But you know what? And I love that attitude, but it does take a while to get there yes. because in Australia, inadvertently, and I was this girl, I was the, I'll just have one girl. Come on, just have a bit of fun. And, you know, I usually tell people if they're going down the sort of more sober path, have a reason because when I say I'm not drinking, people look at my stomach. Are you pregnant again? I'm like, <laughs> Well, unless it's Jesus and the Immaculate Conception, no. Um, or, you know, I, I often say I'm driving or because I fell into the trap of trying to explain why I wasn't drinking at an event the other night and there is a lot of judgment and a lot of, okay, I'm not quite sure how to connect with you. Yes. You're not having a drink but I'm drinking and Actually, that's friction. Let's talk about that yep. for, pe for people who are navigating, mm. listeners who are navigating this time of year where they think, you know what, I don't really want to go to that Christmas party and drink. Yeah. What do you say to people when they, you know, when they hustle you and say, oh, yeah. just have one, you'll be fine? I sort of, I've got a big personality, which, and I've spent a lot of my life trying to be smaller. And I think when you don't have alcohol and when you don't have something to hide behind, you really are relying solely on your personality mm. and solely on a real connection with people. People can be assholes and people are looking for you to join them in either their misery or their celebration. But if you can find a way to bring who you are and your personality to the table, people will stop asking you why you're not drinking because you're fun enough, you're there, you're in the moment. That fear of you not participating is more about the level of enjoyment. Is she a yeah. wowser? Are they not having fun? Do they not want to be here? So it's more about that person than you. Always, actually, always about So do them. you have a line if someone 
Oh, look, that. do you know, I, it depends if I, how, I'm, how testy I'm feeling that night. It can be something that's very quickly a sort of put down or it's something easy like I'm driving, you know, I'm the designated driver tonight. That's a really easy one or I'm up early in the morning. Sometimes I look at them and I'm like, well, you know what? Alcohol has been basically the fuel on a lot of the scariest times of my entire life and I fucking hate it. But I'm moving through that and when I'm happy, I might even grab a champagne and that's the joy of sober curiosity. You're not locked into anything. Exactly. And I, I find now that I actually enjoy a champagne more than I mm-hmm. ever used to because I'm like, right, it's Christmas Day. I am going to have one, maybe I have two yeah. and that's fine. And that's the thing, but I don't miss it. But if you do and that's the way you put it, you can reprogram it back into your life in yeah. that way. I'm really happy for you and I think that's awesome. And sometimes... You know, when we gather around the Christmas tree and, you know, we're having our cheese platters, Dad and I do the 0% and some of us grab champagne. Sometimes I miss it. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and thank you for coming on Healthy Ish. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed my chat with Phoebe and you got something out of it for yourself. If you do want to know more about Phoebe's journey into sober curiosity or giving up drinking, you can tune into Extra Healthy-ish. She also talks about it on her podcast, Under the Gloss, and I will leave links to that in the show notes. I interview her in that one as well. If you want more from us, there are plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish, Extra Healthy-ish, or jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. And remember, you can join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Thank you for listening. And if you have a moment, can you please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast or share this app with a friend? And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 